Hi, my name's Matt, and this is a podcast about life after the coronavirus vaccine. Welcome to episode 46. You know, I know it was a few weeks ago, and I know the American celebration of Thanksgiving is not without its problematic origins. But there is something to be said for taking some time at the end of each year to remember what we have achieved in the year gone by and what we are grateful for having in our lives. It is certainly something that feels like it is missing from the British winter holiday season. At its best, Christmas is a chance to be generous to those we love, to show with gifts and food and our time and attention that we're glad they're around. And New Year's mostly encourages us to look ahead to the year that's coming, with perhaps a little looking back encouraged, but mostly of the kind that makes us want to do new or exciting things with the 365 days which we're celebrating our way into. So I'm borrowing a little Thanksgiving spirit this week and putting a little British spin on it for a new December celebration, one that looks back and takes a moment to remember all that has been achieved this year and to be grateful for things as they are, right now, without wishing for change or rushing to make promises, just a little, quiet, grateful acceptance. Before I share a list of some of my proudest achievements this year, I want to ask you, what have you achieved this year which you are most proud of? And have you had the opportunity to celebrate it properly? I ask the second because I know my experience is that for the sense of accomplishment to stick, it needs to stand out. And if anything, over the past two years, I have found that the narrowing of life through lockdown restrictions and working from home and reduced social contact has meant that the great, the bad and the mundane have all lost a little of their distinction from one another. And I have to say it's not just in pandemic life, but on social media too. It is by purposeful design that social media companies make our greatest and our worst experiences all look alike on screen. So they blend with the adverts and sponsored content. So we are more likely to engage and give our attention to the content they make billions showing us. But the result is a narrowing of our experience, so that the moments we wish would stand out just blend in. So I ask again, what have you achieved this year which you are most proud of? And have you had the opportunity to celebrate it properly? Because I'm making this list for myself. But to be able to share it with you all, I've had to more purposefully make these things stand out a little stronger and sink in a little deeper. 
As I write this on Friday lunchtime, I'm just a few hours away from closing my work laptop for the last time this year. When that happens, I will pop a small bottle of Prosecco I put in the fridge earlier and dig into a box of chocolates. This year has been so unimaginably challenging at work, but sitting down now, I'm thinking about all the things I'm proud to have achieved. That includes £65,000 of funding for a rap and literacy project, which is now having a huge impact in schools, seeing rap battles spilling out into the corridors and the playground. It also includes starting a new music mentoring programme, which is helping young people feel more confident in themselves and creating great songs along the way. Just in the past week or so, we've put out two great new pieces of music and I wish I could bottle the way those young people beamed with pride at doing something they never thought was possible. And perhaps, most importantly, these sessions have been places where young people can truly be themselves. Today, one of them gave me a small bottle of black nail polish as a gift to say thank you for helping them this year. It was so beautifully thoughtful. This year, we also opened a brand new digital music studio, another huge achievement. At university, I've managed to survive two semesters, teaching one online, taking whole new modules to places I never thought I'd have to go, and teaching brand new modules this semester. Now we're back in person again. All of that whilst also getting an Associate Fellowship of the Higher Education Academy. Another reason I have that bottle of Prosecco sitting in my fridge today is because this morning I hit the running goal I set myself and told you about a few episodes ago to have run 6,000 kilometres this year. It's a crazy achievement and it feels like an unimaginably large number, but I got there. So a small bottle of bubbles will be a little end of the year celebration of that. Plus this year, I ran a marathon on the 5th of September and I hit some great speed goals earlier in the year too, including August the 11th when I did five kilometres in 19 minutes and seven seconds and 10 kilometres in 39 minutes and six. And this year there have been some great moments in wider life too. A new sofa, a new haircut, loads of great food including sourdoughs, bagels, burgers, fried chicken, cheesecakes, mozzarella sticks, cakes, cookies, steaks, brownies, blondies, donuts, a lot of eggs and a lot of things with avocado on them. Starting this podcast, creating spoken word pieces, Releasing the song Dreaming. Time spent with family. Getting three vaccines. And generally surviving. There is so much to be proud of this year. So I'm going to pop this Prosecco and raise a glass to me. But also to you. And whatever it is you've done this year, you're most proud of because it deserves a proper celebration. Go us. (laughs) 
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you've enjoyed it, you can follow the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your podcast player of choice. You can find the podcast on social media at Life After Vax, V-A-X, on Twitter and Instagram. And if you'd like to reach out for a more meaningful connection, you can drop me an email. Hi at lifeaftervax.com. Until next time. Thank you.